Welcome back to the XLADV podcast. This is your host, Eric Hall. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about GPS. This episode is brought to you by Dunlop Motorcycle Tires, Rig Gear Motorcycle Luggage, and Uwasa Batteries. All right. So at some point, as an adventure rider, it's a good idea to use uh, GPS. And uh, we'll talk about that today. Um, I started out with a Garmin 60 CSX, and it's a really small kind of handheld uh, GPS device that you can mount on your motorcycle. Um, it fell out twice. <laughs> um, the first time I lost it and someone found it, reported it to Garmin, and I actually got it back. Um, and the second time I lost it in Baja, and I uh, never got it back, obviously. Um, I used another Garmin, I can't remember the model, but their, their latest one, I believe, is the, the Zumo XT, and it's really nice. It's got a good display. And this is a type of GPS device that you can load um, tracks and then follow, which is helpful on, on group rides or tours or your, you know, your own journey. Uh, but you can also do a lot of point-to-point uh, -point navigation, like, hey, I want to route to the next gas station, and it'll basically route you. Um, but it's important to understand that um, those two different concepts and, uh, you know, things like how to load um, tracks, you know, um, it's something that you want to get familiar with. There's a lot of resources on our forum. You can check out at xladv.com on that. Um, let's see, the GPS I have now is from Trail Tech. It's called the Voyager Pro. It's a pretty cool unit. Uh, it's, it's really probably best for following GPS tracks. Uh, it's got a great display, great colors, and it's interesting, It's you can do firmware upgrades. So there's no such thing as buying the next latest and greatest model like with Garmin. Um, you just do a firmware upgrade and you've got new maps and new features and, and whatnot. Um, but the, the Trailtech uh, Voyager Pro does not have point-to-point -point navigation. That's not an issue for me because honestly, that's what I use my phone for. Okay. Um, so it, it'd be nice if you can get to the point of, of tracking, at least tracking your own rides. You can uh, do like a record feature and it'll record where you went and then you can look at it later and then maybe you can share those tracks with others. Um, Garmin has uh, a software called uh, Basemap and in Basemap you can load um, the tracks from your unit and then you can edit them, you can add um, points of interest, things like gas stations and campgrounds and hotels, and then share with others. So that's kind of a good skill um, to get to learn. One of the best features of the, the Voyager Pro from Trail Tech is uh, Buddy Tracker. So uh, whichever of your buddies also has a Voyager Pro, you'll be able to see them on the display as, as a different colored dot it's a great way to keep track of your group and find out where people are. Uh, it's not GPS based actually. It's it's uh, it's got a little radio antenna. Uh, it's it's pretty long range though. It's about I don't know, I think it's about five miles line of sight. So it's pretty cool when you're riding and you can see your where your buddies are. You know you know whether you need to slow down to let them catch up, or if you if you need to uh, speed up, you know exactly where they are. Uh, you can see them waiting for you. Um, Another cool feature is when you don't have cell service, you know, when your cell phone's not working, that's basically all you have. So the display is really great and the background maps are fantastic and, and uh, you know, uh, they're free uh, from, from Trail Tech. 
Um, but I use that a lot when riding down to Columbia, you know, right along the coast. You know, I don't want to take the Google Maps way that take me down the paved road. You know, I want to take the dirt road to some, you know, beach town. So, you know, I, I could look either, you know, beforehand in the hotel or on the trail. I could look at the map ahead and see which dirt road was going to get me where I wanted to go. Um, another opportunity was uh, I wanted to get around a volcano on these dirt roads, but I needed to get the road that would bring me down the other side and down to a, a certain town rather than, you know, another dirt road that would, would might bring me either right back where I came from or down uh, uh, the side of the volcano I didn't want to be on. So it's, it's super helpful. And obviously knowing where you're going can be very important when you're out in the middle of nowhere and maybe you're lost. Um, but in group ride situations, it can, it can help you out in a lot more ways. Um, Many times, uh, well, you know, none of us are, are real experts. We're all kind of novices, especially when it comes to GPS. And if someone leading the group doesn't know how to GP, use GPS, then uh, that's, that's going to be a real problem. I've got a few stories um, that I'll, I'll tell you now that'll uh, illustrate how I learned some of these uh, lessons with GPS. And as always, you know, the uh, standard... Uh, uh, upfront information. I, you know, I'm not a, a professional rider. I'm not a professional tour guide. I haven't, you know, I have no certifications. Uh, I just learned, you know, from my own mistakes and I've made a lot of them. And this first story I'll tell you, um, I put together some tracks for our very first uh, High Sierra ride up in Northern California near Mammoth Lakes. And I got a bunch of tracks, but the thing is what I didn't know is um, the Garmin software and my Garmin unit at the time wouldn't uh, handle very well tracks that were over a certain number of, of points. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it's 500 or maybe it's 1,000. Um, so there is something you should have done, I should have done, which is uh, in the software, there's like a filter that'll basically filter out um, and get it down to a, a manageable um, length. And then you can load it and view it. And the problem was we showed up at the rally. Well, we only had about 19 people. Um, but they all, well, a lot of them had the tracks and they're like, Hey Eric, you know, this track is missing or it's truncated. So that was kind of an error on my part. So it's kind of important to understand those, those particulars. And honestly, um, because I know, I knew how to use GPS, it's really saved my own, uh, hide and those behind me when, uh, getting lost or turned around many times a group ride, someone won't wait to the next turn. So we're not sure which way they went. But if you have GPS, you know, you know which way to go and you can save yourself and the rest of the group from basically getting lost, which happens all the time. So I, I got a great story. And again, it's, it's not to malign anyone. Um, again, we're all novices, um, but it's just to point out um, some lessons I learned from from riding with GPS. So I went on a group ride um, uh, and the leader um, didn't know how to use GPS properly. We started out the first day and he kept turning where we weren't supposed to turn. And I'd stop and I'd say, hey, you're going the wrong way. He's like, no, 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 I'm following the GPS. I'm like, uh, you're not. Here, look. And I showed him and uh, he kind of was getting frustrated because he thought he really knew which way to go because that's what his GPS was telling him. And then later on in the day, it happened again. And then what I told him, I said, I think this is what's going on. You're going off track here because you're not truly following the line that's that's what riding with gps is if you have a track it's it's just simply following 
the line. Um, and whereas he had it in routing mode, so it was navigating him from where he was, um, the shortest, shortest path to our destination. And that's going to take you what? It's going to take you off track. It's going to take you on routes that don't re represent the tracks we're supposed to ride on. So, you know, take us on pavement instead of the dirt, etc. So um, later in the day, uh, I, I went through a, uh, a gate and I, I, ha I asked the riders behind me to stop and wait. And uh, once I closed the gate, I said, hey, I saw the group uh, up ahead. They turn right and we're supposed to turn left. And, um, you know, in those kind of situations, kind of the protocol is you can look for them if you want, but not for too long because, uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for everyone to get lost and to get into, into the terrain that's uh, not a good idea. And that's exactly what happened. Um, that half of the group, the front half of the group got kind of lost, kind of in some really uh, rough terrain and didn't get back to camp until about sunset. So because I had the tracks, um, then I, you know, could save the rest of them of uh, that kind of trouble. And then uh, later, uh, a few days later, um, the group had asked me to leave because I, I knew how to use GPS. And uh, it was late in the day and uh, we kind of bit off a little bit more than we could chew. Or at least, well, we, we took on uh, a pretty uh, adventurous day and it was getting late and everyone was tired. And uh, we were on this track and this guy, the same guy who didn't know how to use GPS starts yelling at me, we're going the wrong way. We're on the hard route, turn around. <laughs> Just like, whatever, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to someone who doesn't know how to use GPS. So when we got to the highway, I said, look, um, you know, we were on the right track. Look at, you know, my GPS and look at the paper map we have. Um, that was the right track. It wasn't the wrong track. <laughs> but it's like, you know, just you got to learn how to use this and just trust it, you know, and not get uh, sidetracked. And a lot of times on these group rides, uh, we'll have riders that have GPS, but they don't have the tracks. It's like, well, how's that going to help you? And uh, another group ride we did... Um, you know, riders, as often will happen, get spaced out and then you come to a turn and you don't wait until the guy behind you gets there. Well, that's what happened. And uh, a guy got, you know, to a turn, he didn't know which way to go. So we, it was late in the day and it was, it was starting to rain. So he's like, um, you know, I called him on the phone once we got to the highway and he, and he was really upset that, that we had left him at the turn, turn. No one turned back to go get him. And uh, he said, I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to set up camp and I'll, I'll, you know, catch up in the morning. But he was really upset. I said, hey, hey, hey you know, you know, I'm really sorry that they left you. Um, but uh, just keep going north. Uh, either one of those trails will take you to the highway and we're at this gas station. But um, it kind of points out that, you know what, you know, had you had the GPS tracks, you would have known exactly which way to turn. So um, it's a good idea to... Uh, get a GPS unit and familiarize yourself with how to use it. It's very simple. All you got to do is follow the line. Uh, some of these Garmin units for whatever, well, it's probably profit, but they don't always give you like the background map or the, uh, you know, the topo map or whatever you need to find out where you are. And you have to pay extra for them. And the unit I had had a low memory, like the, the micro SD card and I can only load so much. So I went to do a, a long multi-day group ride in another state. I was leading, but I hadn't got, I, I, well, I, I did get the map. Um, I couldn't load it though, for whatever reason, because I probably didn't know how to use GPS that well. 
and I had a unit with small memory, but, um, you know, we'd follow the line and follow the line, but a lot of times you come to turns where, uh, you know, you got two choices left and right, but they're sort of going in a similar direction. It's not immediately obvious which way you should go. So we had to turn around a couple times after taking the wrong way, we had to stop and turn around. So had, you know, had I had the background map, it would have been very easy to determine whether we're taking the road on the left or the road on the right. So again, make sure you have the background map uh, loaded in your GPS. So on, the, on that same trip, um, while I didn't have the background map, you know, we turned around a couple times. Um, the other rider did have background map, but um, he hadn't done what I mentioned before about, you know, filtering the number of points down to a manageable size. So most of his tracks were truncated and at a certain point in the day, they just disappear in his GPS. And uh, he was really upset, like I gave him bad tracks. I said, no, man. I said, you just, uh, for your particular unit, uh, it doesn't have enough memory. So you have to do, you have to pre-filter them down to a manageable size and then, then you'll see them. Um, and you know, this was a dangerous area too. And we'd come upon a guy operating a big crawler excavator and he was finishing up some road maintenance um, because they need uh, the roads um, to be drivable for logging trucks. And he asked us to stop, we did. Uh, and then he asked if we could give him a ride a mile or two up the road uh, to his truck. Um, he said it, it wasn't safe to walk alone uh, due to grizzly bears and wolves. <laughs> and he even had a gun uh, for just that purpose. So knowing which way to go can literally save your life. Uh, some people use uh, different apps like maps.me on their phone. But you know what, I, I really don't, uh, encourage the use of, of a phone, a cellular phone for, for routing yourself off-road. Um, I've used my phone and, and the app called Rever to record tracks, uh, but very seldom to actually follow tracks. Um, it's because, you know, your phone's not really ruggedized. It's not, it's not designed to, to work with the high levels of vibration, uh, the heat, and the cold. You know, when my phone's cold, you know, the battery just doesn't want to work. And when it's hot, it, it shuts down. Um, so you really want, it's a good idea to get a dedicated uh, GPS unit. Uh, but like I said, you know, I've used maps.me uh, when I'm not off-road and it's not hot and I'm not worried about my phone failing. And it's a pretty good app. Um, and I've used Rever, uh, again, mostly for uh, recording uh, rides that I've done that I want to look at or upload later. All right, got another story here for value of having a background map. So I'm riding sweet for a tour in Mexico, and uh, the guy in front of me takes a left. Uh, we get into this town, he takes a left on the street he's not supposed to go on. And I knew he had GPS, so I wasn't that worried about him getting lost. Um, but I thought the protocol at that point was just to wait there for either him to come back from the, his wrong turn or the group to come back uh, so I could tell him, hey, this guy took off this way instead of the main way. Um, but what happened was that was just a shortcut around the town. I didn't know about, um, uh, that, you know, had I had a background map, I would have seen that. So I was waiting there for like an hour, which is what I thought I was supposed to do. Um, because what if the whole group took that same left and they got lost and they finally came back, where would I be? Um, so anyways, I waited there like an hour and then I finally decided to go you know, forward to try and catch up to the group if that was the case. But I was still convinced that was not the right thing to do because what if they came back and they, they wouldn't find me? Um, so I finally uh, found him in a village about 45 minutes away. 
and they were sitting at this tienda in the shade drinking uh, a cold drink or something. I'm like, hey, what the heck, man? I've been waiting back there. This guy went, went the wrong way. Well, he was there too. And they're like, oh, well, well, you didn't know this, but that was just a shortcut around the town. And yeah, it was off the GPS track, but had I had a background map, it would have been really easy for me to see and avoided a lot of frustration. For our High Sierra Rally, what I've done is, you know, collecting these tracks from riders over the years that we've done it and adding more and more to the library of, of tracks. Um, I like to coat them with different colors. I like to do like uh, green for easy and uh, blue for intermediate and then red for hard because uh, that can give your buddies and yourself an idea of how much they want to bite off. You know, if, if they're tired or if they're on a super big bike and they're not really high skill level, you know, they're probably going to avoid the red tracks. A good feature is you can drop a pin uh, whenever you want uh, to mark a cool spot using your GPS uh, device, um, like a view or a hot spring or uh, a water source or something like that. Uh, while you're riding, you can drop a pin and then later you can label it. Um, once I did that, uh, someone's bike broke down and we left it on the trail. This is in Death Valley. And uh, because I dropped a pin, uh, then we could share that with another guy who um, went back and, and used his pickup truck to go get the bike. And one thing cool with a lot of the, the modern Garmin's is you can share tracks via Bluetooth right there. You don't even need an internet uh, connection. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, be sure to check out our forum. We've got a lot more information on, on GPS, you know, how to convert tracks, you know, how to use Google Earth or Google Maps to create a GPS track, um, sites that have GPS tracks, you can download and much more. So uh, be safe and happy riding.